Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. It just got posted. Oh, okay. It was actually, no, here, I can do this, and then I can walk around the other way. That actually makes way more sense. So, no! It's the one no, that is there for set, very set, set just on, like, them get some nice out first. Series of books that, that they way got, they like, don't need to mm-hmm. get it later, and we can get it set up. And, like, ugh. Is it a book series that. It's a just a dumb fantasy which, book series. Which, which series is it? Do you know? Something like The First Law of Something or Other. Rule? No, that was a first rule. That's okay. also terrible. What is this that we're talking about in general? <laughs> I, I work in a library, so I just uh, know create a lot your own draft sets. Yeah. I, I saw an Aragon one. one. But um, no, it's it's it like like he had an artifact that was two, two to equip, plus two plus two, an indestructible. If if this creature, if the equipped creature deals damage to a creature and, and it is destroyed, instead exile it. That's interesting. That's like a fixed version of sort of cauldron. Yeah, but it's it's, it's a two casting cost. It's two to equip. They give you plus two, plus two, and indestructible. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's mostly and indestructible. And exile creatures. You know what it should do? It should be one cost, one to equip. It's not really that bad. You make the cards, and it's indestructible. But if you don't destroy the other creature, that creature equips it. Also, theoretically, people look at so it just keeps bouncing around. That is too broken. Gotcha. Like, That's what I want to do. The whole, the whole, like, the plus, plus two and indestructible yeah. for for yeah. two is a I little bit kind of severe. Yeah, yeah I'd be kind of and all of his stuff is. Except I don't want to. Like half his creatures have wither. All of his stuff. Uh, people, people overusing wither and like. Yeah, I have one creature with. I have one creature with wither. It's Hades. <laughs> That's reasonable. <laughs> the Eidolon of Plague and Disease and Poison. It's basically permanent damage and also uh, minus uh, one minus strength two. damage. Yeah, it, it yeah. takes your... It's real rough. It's it's infect, but without the poison, so it's actually better. Yeah. In, yeah. in, 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 almost, in, a, in a vacuum. Yeah, in a vacuum. Unless you have a lot uh, of poison yeah. in your deck. So... I mean, if all your creatures had infect, infect would be better. Actually, yeah. actually but if you had one like, creature with We infect, actually came up with ways that now most of, most of the Eidolons... Don't hit creatures with their in play effects and their going out of play effects. Oh, nice! So like it's they're way more varied now. Blake and I went over that. Like so, Odin now instead he's a seven five. If you block him, you have to you have to sacrifice the creature. Mm-hmm. No ability, no activated abilities, but he's a seven five for four or five. Yeah, five five. And when he goes out, he just cuts you in half. He doesn't destroy any of your creatures or anything, but you lose half your life total. Okay. So it's yeah. So so it, you, this is a seven five. You have to deal with. You have to put chuck blockers up. He's going to give you card advantage, but you can't play spells. Yeah. Right. That it's. I think it's a card card now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then like, um, mm-hmm. Shiva and I just puts ice counters on stuff that they they get removed instead of things on tapping. Mm-hmm. So it, she doesn't tap anything. Mm-hmm. But she, you know, mm-hmm. and when she goes out, she just puts an ice counter on all of your non dual permanents. Which means the next oh, time they tap, they won't untap. What time. But it means she right. can also put multiple ice counters on one permanent if she wants to lock a thing. She deep freeze something if she really wants to lock it down. Right. Yeah. And when she goes out, anything that already has an ice counter gets ice counters. Right? Right. Yeah. Um, Neat. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, we forward to seeing you. Other things like, yeah, I, I'm much happier with the mechanics now. They're much less... And they're much more in, in flavor for the colors. Mm-hmm. I just think it's cool that you pulled off 
making Eidolons and magic at all. Have Valentina. you heard about the way this works? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it was there when you were oh, discussing yeah, it the yeah. other night. And I, I have to say, I'm pretty, I think it's pretty cool that you're, you found ways to balance You know, the, the biggest problem with it, though, um, is that... So anyway, we're talking about... Since this is actually being recorded. <laughs> oh, it is being recorded. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello, radio audience. So the way this... We're doing this build-your-own-draft where everyone creates a 45 card... Of magic. Of magic, yeah, magic. <laughs> what else are you going to draft? Beer. Beer. Humans? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantasy draft. We're making our own football players Horses. in our basements. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I'll take his arm. <laughs> and so my, set is, my set is themed on Final Fantasy, and so specifically Final Fantasy, mostly Final Fantasy IX. And so I've come up with a mechanic, the an Eidolon mechanic. So an Eidolons are they're creatures, they're legendary creature spells. When they're on the table, you can't cast spells, so they're basically epic creatures, effectively. And then um, they get counters every turn, and when they get a certain number of charge counters on them, they do a final effect and then leave play. They actually go on the bottom of your library, so they're really hard to get back. Um, so you know. One causes you to discard your hand. One freezes all your permanents. One does five damage to all your creatures and you. But they're all, like, we've been working on Bahamut Zero, because there's already a Bahamut in one of the previous uh, sets. That, really. From a previous generation of Brother Own Draft, yeah. Nice. I was um, wondering why that was. Yeah, so it's Bahamut Zero. Bahamut Zero, it's, it does nothing for five turns and then you lose the game. You, the you, opponent. You didn't decide to make it yeah, the, the opponent. game, and <laughs> if your opponent could lose, they do. No, no, It'd be no, wordier, no. but way more intense. <laughs> yeah. Like, the game is over now, guys. Go just, home. Yeah. Go it may be a draw, but we're done. Reshuffle your decks. I really like your Pokemon set, though, Duncan. Thank you. Yeah. We were, we were just looking at it again today. Like, So you want to talk about some of the, the things that you have in there? Tell me uh, your cards. It's... Most of it isn't that exciting. It's a lot of creatures, and uh, they use the offering mechanic from Kamigawa Block. Um, so you can sacrifice a creature of the appropriate type to kind of evolve it into, into something else. So at like, instant speed. Yes. Yeah. So like Blastoise has turtle offering, so you can sacrifice Squirtle or War Turtle or some other random chump turtle. And <laughs> like, it, yeah, that's pretty lovely. And uh, you have birds, right? Do you, you have a bird type? Uh, yes, I have Honchcrow and Murkrow. Because you can totally sacrifice Chocobos. Yes. <laughs> to evolve them into... <laughs> black Green may be a powerhouse. <laughs> well, Black Green, you get a Marlboro, too. Ooh. Yeah. 3-5 Death Touch. Nice. For four, I think, maybe. Something. Question mark. Mm, yeah. Got Pokeballs. Pokeballs. Pokeballs, that's a neat mechanic, too. Yeah, so, the, uh, they... So they're... Artifacts that tutor you out cheap creatures when they come in, and then you can... They, they basically, like, color the mana. So you can t- pay X and sacrifice them to put the creature in play. Where X is at CMC. So. Okay. That should yeah. be fun. Well, you've got a master Pokeball that can pull anything if you pay the mana, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Pokeball is... Which, which is P-O-K-E ball. Because it's the uh, <laughs> aperture... Portable object keeper <laughs> enclosure. That's so great. Because this is real game on. This is realistic. Oh, okay. So, the most realistic Pokeball I could find. You have very awesome. realistic art. Yeah. Yeah. The all, all the Pokemon are real game on art, which is kind of disturbing at times, especially Mr. Yeah. Mime. I didn't it's think gross. Mr. Mime was very mime-like. You know, most of the Mr. Mimes are not quite right, and it's because Mr. Mime doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, if you try and make a realistic Pokemon, you can start by looking at Mr. Mime and say, okay, so I need something quadru- 
like humanoid. Mr. Mime is like really disturbing though, because Mr. Mime is a creature which has not quite human intelligence, but is extremely powerful psychically. Mm-hmm. So it may be as smart as a person, but you can enslave it. I like to think it's just like you know. Some poor guy is kind of down on his luck. <laughs> like, maybe a birthday clown at yeah. some point or he's something. A, he's it's actually just... a hobo impersonating <laughs> a Pokemon well, so that he gets fed. Yeah. Oh. Because Have you ever seen a Pokemon get fed? Because it's safe inside Ever? Pokeball. Oh, okay. If you can Pokeball. Okay, good. And get them Pokemon I'm very... <laughs> can you evolve him? <laughs> Mr. That'd, Mime? That'd be weird. Mr. Mime does not evolve. He can never get a bad Mime Jr. does evolve into Mr. Mime. Okay, Mime Jr. is far less creepy. It's like a little clown head on a swirly pop. That's so sad, though, because you know you're going to evolve into a Mr. Mime. <laughs> yeah, I don't let them evolve. That's my trick. I What I try and do in Pokemon games is never have a Mr. Mime. Ever. So, <laughs> you like that goal. I hate that guy. Because he just, like, he crawls the crap out, out of the, the Pokeball and watches you while you sleep. <laughs> I, I, I Was that drowsy? Was Drowsy the one who... Drowsy is the one who eats your dreams and murders you thusly. <laughs> The psychic Pokemon are terrifying. They Mostly. they really are. Gengar is my favorite. <laughs> I do love Gengar. I have a realistic Gengar in my real Pokemon set. Realistic Gengar. Seen yeah, the... he's kind of horrifying. Oh, I've seen that art. Have you seen monsters. the anglerfish type ones that they did with the uh, with the uh, Ghastly and Haunter and, and Gengar? Because they're amazing. Mm-hmm. They based them all on the super super deep sea anglerfish and some more related things, and it's like. Huh. <laughs> you know, I don't think I, I need to re- look I up. found some that looked bat-like, like they were trying to make them realistic by making them into these weird bats. And then I found some more that were just like really scary ass looking ghosts. And Very smoke like. Yeah. Because those looked like grody and creepy. And it's like you can't really make ghastly that realistic because yeah. he's a ghost. But you can at least make him creepy. Yeah. But that's, that's why start. it actually worked pretty well with the fish because of the shape of their bodies, and you yeah. can think of them hovering in an easier. I can wrap my head around that somehow better. You know what? That's stupid because a floating a floating fish out of water just doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm Where sorry. would they even yeah. have that? You wouldn't want to have like no. Electros or that little plankton thing. That, yeah. that always weirds me out when it's you have like water Pokemon on dry land. What's going on with that? Yeah. What happens? There- well, you know, it, <laughs> what do diglets do in like steel uh, floors? You don't dig. Uh, yeah, I saw a picture of a diglet on, t- on sitting in a chair, and by sitting in a chair, I mean it was a picture of a diglet, like <laughs> plastered on top of a chair with the <laughs> caption, "What's going on?" <laughs> I love all those photos of diglets with like the super muscular super body. bodies underneath. Hold on a second. Mew is oh. also disturbing. That the real come on. He's just got this naked butt. <laughs> yeah. It's just something a little bit weird about it. looks like it. a hairless lemur. It does. Mew is not hairless, though. Mew is fuzzy, like a yeah, kitty. Mew is not a fuzzy kitty. Mew is so fuzzy. A fuzzy psychic kitty. Yeah. So, I think the other, set, the other set of note in there is uh, Gloves has his uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic set. Yeah. We have a lot of, we got some themes going Which on. Is, yeah, well, also, I think, I think this is fairly awesome. Intellectual property edition. This is. This is the, I'm going to have to make a Magic the Gathering set. <laughs> I thought no. about it. Meta. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it could be themed. Wouldn't that be unglued? Magic the Gathering. No, yeah. well, that that's meta in a different way. This would be like, you'd have cards that represent the different types of players. That's right. That yeah. Like, Spike is red. Yeah. <laughs> or like your Rebecca Gray tribal set. Spike's blue, man. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because Spike as a person always plays blue. 
However, Johnny Combo Player... What? Because blue is better than all the other colors. It's true. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yes. I it's hate to say pretty it. pretty much an empirical fact. Really? Like, because, because it isn't it is like the spell based one? on card advantage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It twelve card advantage out of eleven games. blue is the best set. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Why haven't they done that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Actually, yeah, I just agreed with that. <laughs> yeah. I said I just agreed with that. I mean, I don't like. I, I feel blue. like it's true. I don't like playing blue. And I don't Only like if you're a play, if you're a blue player, it's true. There are more sets where like blue true. is the best color than there are sets. I don't understand this conversation. <laughs> well, imagine for a moment, you're a smart person, you made your own game, and there's a bunch of different qualities that you could have in these uh, color types. So red is uh, aggression, and That's... black is ambition, and white is some kind yeah. of life gain based thing. <laughs> but blue, blue is for intelligence. You gotta make blue the best, because <laughs> you're smart. So, so it's like D and D, where all the nerds end up being the best classes. Yeah, kind of. Because no, no, spellcasters by level twenty are objectively better than every other class. There is a legitimate argument, and and I think the fact that the the point that or the fact that there is in fact an argument is relevant. Um, <laughs> there, there is a debate whether a level twenty fighter can be a level six wizard. And the internet is divided on this fact. That's sad. Is level six where you learn a save or die spell? Yes. Okay. I think. Okay. But, so here's the thing. So here's the thing about that though. Like, the wizard only gets to cast that once. No, there's a lot of other reasons. There's a wizards are just objectively better. Yeah, no. Well, the joke being, of course, that nerds wrote the games and they made the nerds the best classes in the yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> I think all you really need to do is learn fly. Yeah. yeah. That's as soon as you got fly, you beat the. But fly is a two-turn move, and it's only like. 50 power, so it's not really competitive. Well, you're not t- going to take any damage in the first turn. You can just not Unless engage. they've got no guard. No. Machamp's just going to dynamic punch you, and then you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking four different languages here. Can we I love Twitch it. Pokemon for a bit? Oh my god, what's up with the Cult of the Helix swap? I know, right? Do you understand it? Well, when we were first playing, it's just we kept on accidentally selecting it because it was like... Mm. In a slot, so that whenever we did anything, <laughs> we would end up looking at the Helix fossil. And hey, so, what's like, this crap? Certain, and so, like, <laughs> it became a joke that we were, like, trying to talk to the Helix, fo- uh, the Helix fossil because it was, like, our minor advice-giving deity <laughs> who we had to consult on all things, and that's why we constantly took it out. So what are you talking about with this? It's We are playing a Pokemon game? Yeah, so there's like 90,000 of us doing it at once at any time, and you're just putting in the inputs. And sometimes they'll change it so it's according to a vote, so it's like the most people who put it in within 20 seconds a command. Um, But people really hate that because they're dicks. So they'll just put in the command like start 9, which just resets it over takes you back to the loading screen. You can't have nice things. No, you can't. But it's really fun. It's still fun, even when people are being idiots. And that's kind of the fun of it. It's fun for me watching all of the people suffering through it. Because I am am laughing at them. Like, because there are people legitimately trying to play the game, and there's that one (laughs) asshole that ruins it for everyone, (laughs) and everyone's still sticking with it. And I just... (laughs) Just I'm here to enjoy the show. El, you, you know, are a blue-black creature, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... That's magic. I, I assume so. I don't know what... 
that means I don't do Brains and evil. Oh. <laughs> I have a substantial You should play the Beloved or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be great at it. Okay, let's face it. Everyone in this game is kind of evil. <laughs> it's Game of Thrones. So, yeah. um, I suppose Song of Ice and Fire. Does, does anyone else have any other gaming-related minutiae? I played Hammurabi this morning. What's that? It is one of the first uh, strategy computer games. Ooh. Uh, you can actually find it online. The good old games type? No, no, no. no, no, no. There are three input boxes. Um, they are uh, how much, how many bushels do you, or how many acres of land do you want to buy? Or sell. Or sell. You can put in a negative number to sell land. How many bushels of food do you want to feed your people? And how much do you want to sell? And you play, if you can survive 11 years... 10 years. No, it's, well, two, two year 11. Oh, okay. Uh, you'll get a rating on how well you did. If 100 or more people ever die of starvation in a year, you lose immediately. That is... Ye olde civilizations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. That's prequel awesome. To, to honest, prequel it to. reminds me more of Lemonade Stand than anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it is. It is definitely in the same same vein. But uh, you, you, it's it's available. Like if you search for Hammurabi, and I'm probably saying that wrong. Hammurabi. Hammurabi. He was he one of the great. So, oh, go ahead. Is there a cheat code of Hammurabi? No. You could. <laughs> well, you could. You could hack it. It's all of what a hundred bytes long. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Now there has to be one. There, there has be one. Go, well, you, you'd have to code it yourself, probably. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you but... decompile it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, here's here's oh, the whole gosh. game. Is, is there a? I love it. There yeah. you go. Well, somebody did it in JavaScript. That's awesome. <laughs> or, or something. Um, <laughs> PHP. Nice. <laughs> Intense. Um, Intense. And like the rats will eat some of your bushels every year. Do they tell and, you what's yeah, going on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So. <laughs> Um, you know. I had a plague. I lost like a third of my population. That's a rough mm-hmm. plague. It was a rough plague. Like, I had a plague and I lost half of my civilization and it kept me from getting deposed because I wasn't going to have enough food to feed everybody and people oh. would have starved. Nice. The plague killed them, so I wasn't blamed. You know, it's funny you should say that. Uh, this has happened historically. This has happened. <laughs> Uh, try the Renaissance. <laughs> so realistic. It is realistic. <laughs> I actually had the opposite problem, where I was going to be great, except then I couldn't. The plague killed off en- so What's enough people that I then couldn't. I didn't have enough people awesome. to actually till all of my land. Ah, you had you were too ambitious. Yes. Well, no, I was fine up until a third of the people died from plague. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it always does. It's true. So everyone, fun for everybody until the Black Death hits. This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.